at the fireside, we encourage others to get out, have a good time, share stories, make friends, and enjoy good beverages. Keep in mind, we are not experts on any subject matter, and explicit content is to be expected, so listener discretion is advised. Alright guys, so quick quick thing on this episode. Um, We were trying out something new with our recording setup. So, uh, keep in mind, we work on... Uh, we work on microphones that work best whenever we are facing them and we don't have an omnidirectional mic for picking up on anything like that so uh, the audio is going to be a little funny on this episode but the main thing is is you can hear our guest so uh, keep in mind we're working on that but in the meantime enjoy us at Stessy Brewery in Lovelady, Texas Welcome to episode 16 of the Fireside Podcast. Today we are at Stetsy Brewery in Lovelady, Texas. So, as usual, I'm your host, Caleb, joined by Savannah. What's up, guys? And Dennis and Anna. Yeah. Hi there. So, (laughs) of course, y'all can tell us better about what we're drinking today. Yeah. (laughs) So, So, uh, Dennis, you got me a blueberry ale, right? So, uh, I think uh, that's a blueberry lager. Okay. So the difference between an ale and a lager is the type of yeast, and you'll see that that's fairly clear, mm-hmm. and it gives a, a cleaner taste. And then the the blueberries obviously are packed in there. Oh yeah, I love it. It's, I mean, that's easily elation and the blueberry lager, my top two right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and Savannah, I got tractor juice. Ah. And I got this one. I got it before today at a Weldon store to just to try it uh-huh. and I like it I mean if you could tell us a little bit more about it I just like the flavor of it so tractor juice is a, <laughs> a light pilsner uh, okay. and it's also kind of a pre-prohibition uh, recipe so it has the extracts I mean um, adjuncts of uh, rice and corn and oh, okay. the, the barley malt is uh, a two-row and so it uh, um, it, it provides a little bit of sweetness, but then it's counteracted, kind of balanced mm-hmm. with the uh, saws and premiat hops. And okay. So uh, it, it's light. It's like uh, a little less than four percent. Mm-hmm. Easy to drink, but it's still f- some flavor to it with the saws and the calories. and the premium. Premium. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> you gonna tell him why uh, how the name came about? Yeah. How'd you get tractor juice? Like that's yeah. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> So several of my uh, neighbors uh, would complain that my beer, like the Pilsner and mm-hmm. the, the Bohemian Lager, were too strong, and uh, that <laughs> that they traditionally like to get a 12-pack or 24-pack of like Natty Light or whatever the or light like is, Coors yeah, Light, or whatever is like on special, right? Right, gas station beer. Yes, gas station <laughs> beer, exactly. And so they would buy enough to last them during the day. Well, if they got a six pack of the the traditional beers, mm-hmm. they their tractor would be weaving by the time they, <laughs> they finished it, right? So it's like, so when they tasted this beer, like, oh my God, this is gonna be great. I can get a full six pack and drive the tractor, <laughs> you know, and stay in the line. 
And so I just kind of clicked that that's tractor juice. <laughs> so they could drive the tractor, stay in the rows, you know, go around that's, and around. It's awesome because it reminds me of what um, a lot of my friends, because I kind of I kind of dabble in the rodeo community because I, I compete in barrel racing and stuff like that. And we hate, nah, we don't hate to admit it. We drink. I'm the truck driver. <laughs> yeah, you're the rig driver. So not much drinking on my part. Yeah. But a lot of times barrel racers and stuff will drink a little bit, something like tractor juice to kind of take the edge off and get ready and uh -huh. kind of give us a little bounce if we uh, run into the fence, <laughs> <laughs> which has happened before. I mean, we are going close to 50, 40, 50 miles an hour and, you know, hard, hard banking turns. Yeah. Don't really mix usually. So sometimes taking a little edge off helps. Yep. Plus there's <laughs> got to be a little fear factor. Oh know? yeah, there is. And uh, especially uh, when your horse drops out from under you. He, my bear horse has done that on the brakes before. Yeah. That's... He decided to sit down instead of just slow down. He just decided, oh wait, there's a fence, I'm just gonna sit. And you're going from 40 to zero and it... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was in 4-H at that time and they, they frowned upon cussing, especially at the state level. I don't know how I managed not to say anything. <laughs> I think the fear factor just took me over for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you're right. A little beer or a little schnapps or whatever is needed sometimes yep. is just to like, uh, okay, calm the calm the nerves. Calm the nerves, yeah. Of, Go for it. A little bit of liquid courage. There you <laughs> go. Don't call it liquid courage for nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So what are y'all drinking? So let's see, Anna. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually drinking light today. I've got the cherry seltzer. Ooh, cherry that sounds good. Seltzer. Yeah, we started doing seltzers like uh, the rest of the world. Um, and I have to say, I, I've never found a seltzer in the market that I liked. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought they were too artificial tasting, I guess is the best way to put it. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. a little sweet for my taste. And so, anyway, uh, Dennis made uh, some different seltzers, and this cherry seltzer to me is just right. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. We do this, and we do a blueberry seltzer, which is also pretty good, too. Okay. Um, and then we're going to hopefully can it soon and get it into the market. That'd be cool. Yeah. Definitely want to try that. Because that's one we'll definitely down a couple seltzers while we're out riding. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the trail ride. That's the trail riding drink. Well, they're 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 light, you know, and they're refreshing. It's summertime in Texas. Yes. I mean, today got up to ninety. Yeah. Already. Didn't feel like it though. No, it did. The humidity stayed low today, so that was that was a plus yeah and there was a nice breeze of yeah course, there's we been a good breeze my neck of the woods we would all been sweating bullets <sighs> yeah just carry a bucket around with you yeah pretty much <laughs> southeast texas for you oh yeah <laughs> yeah this tree comes in handy for that oh yeah, yeah that's definitely. a nice tree and so of course we are trying a first today we are recording outside yes this is it's a lot of first today <laughs> oh yeah hmm. <laughs> and so dennis what are you drinking so um this is pivo pills so pivo is uh translates as beer in uh in czech okay. and then pills is uh like uh, a very traditional um brew uh started in the 1840s in pils pilsner mm -hmm. and so that's where the name comes from uh this beer was our my first brew on the big system mm. and um it's my brewmaster's son's recipe. Oh, okay. So I uh, went to Czech Republic, Anna and I, and um, spent some time with um, 
Joseph Kriesel, um, and uh, his son Peter. And I would brew with Peter in the mornings, mm-hmm. kind of getting some of the aspects of brewing and the, the ingredients down and the measuring. And then Joseph would take me in the afternoons to different breweries, and and we would visit with the brewmaster there. And we would, it was almost like an engineering tour. We were talking about pumps and connections and and uh, the mechanical part. Uh, wow. Anyway, so this was my brewmaster's son's recipe, and I just was like, oh my, tasted it. I was like, oh my god, this is just wonderful. It's hoppier than than traditional pills. Mm. The traditional pills only has an IBU of about 18. This one is 30 or 32. Oh, wow. Um, so a little hoppier, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's still got a good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I've gotten on with beer drinking, I kind of like the, the hoppier beers. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I, you know, that's... When you started brewing, you were not a hoppy beer drinker. Yeah. Well, as most people, I think, aren't. Um, Kind of got to get used to it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's kind of, at least my first real hoppy one, I was just kind of, it just the bite, had like a bite to it. Yeah. And yeah, I was I just kind of like, way, actually. yeah. And me personally, I like more of a fruit or wheat style beer. Mm-hmm. Something a little bit heavier on that side. Mm-hmm. And like, I've tried IPAs and I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah. I've, I've only found one real IPA that I like. Yeah, me too. So far. And that was, um. Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, it was Voodoo Ranger and the. It's Shiner Bach. Wicked Juicy. Yes, that's what it is. Wicked that's Juicy. Only yeah, idea. I couldn't. I don't know why. It just wasn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible. I've said it on this podcast. You know, we listen to other episodes and stuff. I say it a lot. I'm horrible with names. <laughs> <laughs> you are names of names. everything. I think that's because of 4H. Probably. Because I did the academic side and I did a lot of memorization of names. Mm-hmm. And I think that just took all the name memorization power yeah. away from me. <laughs> So now I'm just kind of, I'm forget. I'm so bad with names. Yeah. But so far, those are the only two that I've found on the IPA side. Yeah, on the IPA side, those are like the only two I've found. It's like, you know, wait, no, I had to try the Moonwalker. That was a good one too. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, it's hard to make an IPA when the chick, chick style is not traditionally a hoppy beer. Mm. That's right. So it's not. So we can we want to stay somewhat true to the chick style beer, but. Yeah. Yeah. Without going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, y'all do more of a Czech style beer, whereas what I mostly drank was uh, German and Belgian styles. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a, you know, the greatest thing about being a brewer is that it's like like being a chef, mm-hmm. right? You can, you, you can take some flavors from this cuisine you can take some flavors from that cuisine and and kind of mix and match and so while I my my education was in the the Czech well I branched out like okay blueberries from Nacogdoches yeah let's throw some blueberries in there (laughs) so so as as time has evolved from our from from our core like brewmaster's recipe for Sons for Pilsner and the Bohemian Lager and the Dark Lager. Those are my brewmaster's recipe. I started to kind of branch out a little bit and experiment. So the blueberries, yeah. you know, yeah. 
that's kind of like this little Texas twist on mm -hmm. stuff, you know? Yeah, like Nacogdoches, blueberries, Fredericksburg peaches, something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we did. We had a, a peach and ginger chill that, uh, that was pretty good. That sounds, that that sounds was, good. Yeah, that, sounds that was one of our seasonals that was pretty popular. The wheat beer, the Rhapsody, mm -hmm. Rhapsody um, we had pears from our pear tree. And oh, that's cool. Pitched some pears in there, and that's how that idea came about. You gave me a sample of that earlier, yeah. didn't you? That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Pears grow really well around here, I've yeah, noticed. Because I, I have a friend that they usually, it's a couple, and they usually give us some of their pears on their pear tree during the summer and stuff. And they, I mean... They have bushels upon bushels. And I don't know if theirs is just an overactive pear tree or <laughs> if it's just a good area for pears in general around yep. here. <laughs> so the trees that line up that road over there are all, all pear trees. Oh, and, wow, that's and, cool. And, uh, yeah, they've been, it's been nice to have the pears. Yeah. That's crazy. The mockingbirds and squirrels love our pear trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like the sweet stuff. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how y'all got into brewing and all that. Yeah. How'd y'all, yeah, start yeah, off? how start? Um, well, when I was before age, <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with beer. Uh, some of us did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and then um, I had a very good friend in school that uh, uh, was a home brewer. And so he was my favorite friend, <laughs> <laughs> and I would help him brew. Another uh, version of friends with benefits. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so if uh, if uh, Mike Bouton is listening, then uh, <laughs> he's he was my favorite friend in school, and we would we would go over to his house. We would home brew, um, and um, it was we would sequence it out so that. We would have some beer mature, and mm -hmm. we would go ahead and bottle it, and then then brew that same weekend. And so it just made for you know a nice weekend. That's and, a nice system too. Yeah. Yep. That's real. That's good organization. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of liked the process, and then as uh, time evolved and I had more time, uh, I kind of got into cooking, and then from cooking, I, I just like you know you can. You can take some of the same concepts that you do as as a cook chef mm -hmm. and put them into beer, and that was just kind of like the the inspiration. Like, you know, this is this is fun. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. You got the creativity, you have the artistry of of being a brewer, and you've got these different flavors you can mix and match, and and uh, yeast and temperature control and the hops and the everything. And it just appealed to me. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like how horse riding appealed to you. Right. And for me, it was mostly... Rockets? Yeah, rockets. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a... Uh, that's, quite, that's quite a jump. Cooking, horseback riding, rocket launching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun talking yeah. with people and building stuff like that. Because I, I, I was always in the shop in high school, so... Yeah. I was building stuff. And I mean, yeah, it all comes down to the fact that in the... Th like here, we like to build, and in a sense, brewing is building. Yeah, mm -hmm. very much so. So there, it, so following that same theme, you have to put together the infrastructure, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So you have to the piping, the plumbing, the electrical, 
the boiler, the chiller, all of that stuff <laughs> has to be constructed and put mm. the, the Lego pieces together. Yeah. yeah. And then once the Lego pieces together, then you have to construct the barley and the hops to make the beer. And then, um, and then there's that creative aspect, like, yeah. oh, let's uh, let's try this yeast. Or, like I said, the uh, Anna came back from Nacogdoches with, you know, 20 pounds of blueberries. Wow. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, they, threw, God, they got thrown in with the the next batch of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so the I creativity, mean, the the building. It all kind awesome. of it all kind of fit together. Yeah, because in the three main ingredients for beer, hops, barley, and water, basically, and yeast, and yeast, yeast, yes. yeah. four main ingredients. So that's the the German rule of the 1500s. Ah. Okay, so that, wow, that's I an old rule. The, well, I knew the Germans were kind of the sticklers on it from way yes. back when. Yeah. I mean, the Germans are the sticklers on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. to be honest. <laughs> And I'm a bit my, of a stickler. And my dad would come home because he worked in Germany as part of his military career. And he'd come home and he's like, oh, I can breathe. I can chill. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we vacation like every other day, but still, holy cow. The two hours we work, because a lot of times when they work with the international people in an international context, uh, we found this when my dad was working for NATO. You have to honor every country's holiday that's in the office. So there'd be times my dad wouldn't go and work for a full week because it was just holiday after holiday after holiday. And it was like, he'd come home and he'd go, Hey, y'all want to go to Spain? So like, I got like four days to kill because it's, you know, France's holiday, German, Germany's holiday, uh, UK's holiday, US holiday. And I, I, I think maybe the Portuguese holiday. I don't know. They have three independence days, so it's hard to keep track. Well, I mean, you think about it, there's only like 12 days out of the year. There's not a country celebrating independence from England. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I think there's only two weeks out of the year. There, there's not a country, and it's not consecutive. No, it's not. <laughs> but, yeah. But I mean that. So you know, it was just like. But it, when he was working with the Germans, the Germans would get so mad because it was just holiday, holiday, holiday. So it was like the two hours a day that they would work, they'd just be like, "Okay, we are doing this, 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 and this. Nobody move. <laughs> Sit at your desk and do your job." We got to get something done. Yes. And then it was like, oh, lunchtime. We're going to go take a three-hour lunch. We're going to go swimming on the top floor of the of the office building. Nude. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> Only downfall of us living there when I was an infant. I came back with some very bad habits. <laughs> but they do make great beer. Yes, yes they, they do. do. They do. And I, I love the culture out there because it's just sometimes... Whenever they get into their party mood, it's just nothing but fun. Yeah. Just cut loose. And I get part of this because my dad grew up in a very Czech and German area of Texas. Like, he grew up down in El Campo, Texas. Mm-hmm. Or, very like, Czech. Yeah, yes. very Czech. He grew up in that area. He he loves polka. So every time we're down oh at my gosh. grandmother's, and they're on the local AM station, it's every Saturday it's got your... Saturday morning polka time. And he is sitting there and he is jamming out to polka. And everybody else is like, ugh, polka. Yeah, I'm not big on the polka, but I mean, I can get behind it. I have fun with it too. Yeah. I can't waltz to save my life, but you're helping me with that. Yeah. We'll get run over on the polka floor. Oh yeah, because I, I, I don't we have that. We can't go that fast. 
Oh, but there is so it's it's such a great time. So I've been like to West Fest, and El Campo has uh, a festival. And, oh, I'm trying to remember which one. And then Ennis has a big, huge mm -hmm. polka fest. Mm -hmm. yes, and you I go do. to these festivals, and they got the big, huge tents. The the beer garden is over here. Yes. <laughs> and the the sausage. I mean, these are great times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, have nothing but fun. Yeah. You gotta and, work hard, and then you party hard. Exactly. Right. Equally and, as hard. I'll and vote. if you can't polka, and the girl <laughs> knows it. Just stop your feet. She'll spin you around. This is fast. Pretty much. We... Sounds like the few times I've gone square dancing. I think I dislocated my shoulder at one point. And it's like we go to the uh, we go to Project Smokehouse all there, out there all the time. And my my dad actually went to school with Mike Project's son. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. And we actually own the building that Mike Project learned how to make sausage in. So that's kind of cool. Wait, mm. is that the auction building? Yes, that is the auction house. I did not know this. <laughs> you didn't know that? As many times as he's mentioned it. I have <laughs> never heard any of y'all mention it. You're going to have to ask him because he can confirm Because all I hear is usually your mother going, ugh, we're going to the auction. That is true. It's gotten <laughs> <stressful>. <laughs> it's I mean. It's gotten very stressful in the past couple of years. <laughs> so. I got zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> or he's going to a Target. Yeah. He is. Hey. But, um. Time to head to the rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> Not for us yet. We're soon enough, though. Yep. But um, you were telling us earlier about your uh, one of your tanks. Mm -hmm. That was really cool with the... Oh, yeah. So... Um, you mind sharing that again? Yeah. That we're recording? Because so <laughs> that was I, really cool. Uh, I inherited a, sta a, a tank from uh, Steve Anderson. Um, and uh, Steve Anderson was kind of like the original Texas brewer. He... Uh, started Waterloo Brewing Company mm -hmm. um, right there downtown Austin, I think on Lavaca. Oh wow, that's really downtown. Yeah, yeah it is. I've, I've been down Lavaca Street. So, I mean, I've never been to Austin, but that's yeah. From what I know about Austin, that's downtown, downtown. Yeah, I mean, so, I've yep. been to Austin a couple times. I don't know if I've been down that way. Uh, so <laughs> that was um, Waterloo Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. I, I think they they stayed in business for a couple of years. But back in the early 80s, uh, there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot of suppliers of brewery equipment. So he had to convert uh, some uh, jerry tanks. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes from Waterloo, Waterloo closed. Um, the guy at Live Oak, um, they kind of partnered together. Steve was the brewer then for Live Oak Brewery for another 20 years. Wow. And um, created a lot of the Live Oak, you know, the Hefeweizens there and so forth. Anyway, he gets an offer. He leaves Austin as Austin was becoming more Austin, California than Austin, Texas. <laughs> that is true. All right. Valid point there. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ooh. he went out and started Big Ben Brewing Company in Alpine. Mm -hmm. And uh, his, some of his tanks and equipment were following along with him. Right. That had to be fun to move. I mean, oh, those, yeah. they, those tanks. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen them. They're not small. They're not small. Yep. It's got to be fun to move. <laughs> so uh, he is in Big Ben. Uh, they get up and going, and he gets prostate cancer. Mm. Then Big Ben Brewing Company uh, closes, 
there was um, a, a shysty deal with their, they were trying to move to San Antonio. I, I'm not for sure the story, but exactly, but anyway, they have to close. Mm -hmm. And so some of their tanks come up for, for auction mm -hmm. or for purchase. Right. And um, so uh, a, a friend gets some of these old, old, old tanks that are uh, from the original Waterloo Brewing Company. And um, I get one of them, and that's what uh, Elation comes out of every year. Okay, that's cool. So I, I and uh, so a lot of history there. Yeah. You know, from the original Waterloo Brewing Company <laughs> tank <laughs> that was originally a dairy that, tank. That thing's got some miles yeah. on it. <laughs> that yeah. one tank has a hell of a story on it. Yeah, yeah. it does. That's crazy. And so now I take uh, dark lager in mm -hmm. wintertime. Uh, I take the dark lager and um, uh, uh, do a second fermentation with blackberries mm -hmm. and um, uh, Belgian candy and uh, uh, a uh, Trappist yeast and uh, let it let it ferment for nine months just in that tank and let it mature and wow. ferment and so I was telling the story um, we originally when we first pushed it over and we were going to carbonate it up and make sure it and I first tasted it I thought this is going to taste nasty Let's name it Grand Funk, you know, like Grand Funk Railroad for my age, you know. <laughs> we'll name it. Let's try to think of these nasty names, you know. And uh, we tasted it like, no, wait, this is really good. <laughs> so, so we, yeah, we put out, we put out like a, a, like oh my God, we can't name it Grand Funk because this is too. So we ended up elation, kind of like. Uh, Elated that it didn't yeah, yeah. taste yeah. funky. <laughs> yeah, elated. It. So that's where that's where elation comes from. Every year, then we do a little honor uh, for uh, Steve Anderson in his original dairy dairy tank from the old old history. Oh wow, that, that's a that's a good beer. I like that. Yeah, one. that one is that's good. A, it's like I said, it tastes kind of like a grape juice. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of has that you know, like uh, ocean. What is it? It's on the tip of your tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I swear, half of my problem is the fact that English is like my first language, but also one of my first many because of our time in Portugal. So I have like three languages that are my first language. Uh -huh. And so it's, that's a lot of my problems. I can't think of the English words sometimes. You should hear her when she really gets going and gets a, a little overindulged. <laughs> oh, that happened one time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't. I just stopped listening to her because I can't understand a word she's saying. <laughs> I was probably, texting you. It's probably good that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand what she's saying because you don't speak the English, the language. No, I don't speak Portuguese yeah. or Spanish. Or Spanish. I can find beer, bathroom, and food. That's it. That, that's the essentials. <laughs> that's the essentials of Spanish. Yep. But apparently, I think in English. At that point, I think in English, but it does not come out in English. Yeah, because you texted me once, and I was like, "What the hell did you just say?" Yeah. Man, translate, please. Google. And it just it just I'm comes. It just comes into like whatever language. Yeah. Pops into my head at that point, mm -hmm. and it's. Well, the problem is with Google is now you can look it up because yeah. Anna's yeah. mother called me pendejo for <laughs> for years, and and I thought, oh, that's she loves me. That's my dear mother. Oh, give me a hug. And she's like. 
<laughs> Poor Anna, you're probably over there just like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, well that's that's who my source was until I looked it up on Google. Oh, can they, she like, oh no, that's an endearment. She, her mother called my father that. Yeah, that's what I said. My mother called my father that, so it must be good. Yeah, it must be in terms of endearment. Like, oh yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the exact opposite. It's like I had a Korean friend when I was little. She was my best friend out of the world and her parents were fresh from from South Korea they just moved to the States and her mom would call me things in Korean because I'm you know that American child like I wouldn't take my shoes off at the door things like that and she just yell at me in Korean I just looked at her daughter I was like what's your mom saying and she's goes, oh she's just saying hi welcome to the house <laughs> and I just kind of looked at my best friend I was like I know you lying to me <laughs> I know you're lying because I know the tone. I know that tone, and it, it, it don't sound like a welcome speech to me. Yeah. Body language gave, yeah. gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I just come up with like, some of your other names. Because yeah. y'all got some creative names. Like, oh, I'm just yeah. looking, I can see your board over there. Well, like, Brutally Wicked, how did that one come about? Yeah. Well, first it's a brute. Oh. oh, okay. So it's like the type. Yeah. 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 So we just played off on the word. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So, brute, um, the, there's an enzyme, an amylase, that mm-hmm. uh, a guy in San Francisco um, who was a chemist, who also a brewer, he added it to his IPA that he mm-hmm. was brewing. And the amylase converts all the complex sugars into simple sugars. Mm-hmm. That then the um, brewer's yeast then converts completely to alcohol. So there's no residual sweetness at all in a brute. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it's very dry. Yeah, it sounds very And dry. so he took then the name of the, the type wine from dryness and com- called it a brute IPA. Hmm. And so now the, that amylase enzyme is kind of available for purchase. Okay. And so I bought some and started doing... Instead of IPAs, I would make a brute pilsner. Okay. And then brutally wicked is actually a brute um, that is a pilsner that is hopped up to an IPA, uh, and then it's got a mixed fermentation. So it not only has the brewer's yeast, it also has lactobacillus, which gives it a lactate and a tanginess. Mm. And when you put all that together, it almost made a 10% beer. Oh, wow. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is wicked. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you remember the highest ABV we've had on a beer? Probably eight, maybe? Probably eight. I think we've had higher than that. Like, that's the only thing that's popping in my mind right now is probably like an eight point something. No, we had one that was close to 14. Probably a brandy wine. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I don't I remember that one. Like a, it was a, definitely a stout is what we had. That's what it was. It was one of the, the stouts that we had. I can't remember which one it was because it it was like our, yeah. It was one of those that knocked us down afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, we weren't expecting that much of a... Wait, woo. I remember what it was. It was that Goose Island we had. Oh, I forgot about Goose Island. Yeah, I forgot we had, had that stout. That was a stout. I think I know why I forgot we had that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, four, the 14% ABV. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> made what, me forget. that's what made us yeah. forget. What about, was it the hardy goat or... Honey goat. Honey goat, yeah. Yeah. So, a um, little history... So the, the, it's a kozel, and so the, it's a bach. Okay. Well, 
Baca is named for that style of, of amber <clears throat> beer, uh, and it comes from Einbach, from from the city of Bach mm -hmm. in Germany. Okay. And Bach, when you see um, when you see any Bach beer, it's got a, a goat on it, right? Yeah. So oh yeah, that's Shiner, true. Shiner, like Shiner, Bach. yeah. It's got it's got a ram's goat on it. Yeah. And, I never really and, thought about that. Me either. And Bach translates in German as as ram or goat. So okay. uh, so the Bach Bach beers have the goats on them, that kind of stuff. Kozel translates in Czech as goat. And there is wow. a there's a famous brewery uh, called Kozel, uh, and that's their famous beer is a Bach type beer. Mm -hmm. okay. But the, the Czech Kozel is sweet. Whereas the the Bavarian Bach mm -hmm. is mostly it's very strong yeah. yeah but it's not a dominant sweetness no so so that is a, it's a kozel and it's sweet but i named it honey goat because i made it sweet with honey instead of just straight up sugar yeah okay so so it's the the much similar to the very similar to the kozel recipe mm -hmm. for a czech bach um but with honey instead of uh just sugar yeah. That natural sweetness with honey, that actually attracts me to pretty much anything. Like, I like anything that's honey flavored. Mm -hmm. Honey flavored, anything that's sweetened with honey. Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I, I tend to yeah. gravitate to that more than I gravitate to somebody, something made with sugar. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, it's it's sweet, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it, but it still has some of the malty flavors. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it balances out. The honey helps with the malty flavors because it kind of depends on what bees you get yeah. mm -hmm. or where you get the honey from right. what they grab from yeah so it's like y'all get local honey for it well um so there is a family uh that is between antioch and uh love lady mm -hmm. uh honnells uh, honnells yeah, right yeah. that's where we get our honey from yeah that we use in our house yeah gate all the time yep. yeah so and they uh <clears throat> they come out here pretty regular yeah they just gave us some honey to try at our next batch oh, oh nice really? So that's cool. Yeah, I've noticed like um, honey you get that has a lot of jasmine and the honeysuckle. That is some sweet honey. Yeah. <laughs> that's like comatose honey. <laughs> but like, because. What's kind of funny is, you know, honey helps with your allergies. That'd be funny if this actually helps with your allergies. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> funny helps. But, Drink beer to help yeah, your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> Medicinal. Yeah, there beers. you go. Medicinal <laughs> I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that too. Yeah. Um, but uh, huh. I love y'all's place. Oh, yeah. I like the Italian art, like yeah, the, the Spanish or Italian. Italian. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of different. I like it. How'd y'all get the Buddhas? So, uh, Stesti mm -hmm. translates as happiness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, we were just getting started. We had no idea what to do. And <clears throat> so, uh, we love the name Stesti because mm -hmm. it was uh, part of the the Czech brewer's uh, salutation okay. and happiness. And uh, we came up with our logo of the Texas star. And this two-tailed lion is a bohem is, is the symbol of Bohemia. Okay. The two-tailed lion. So we put that as a crest. And when you go to most European beers, as you know, mm -hmm. they'll have a, a crest. So we came right. up with yeah. a crest. A friend of mine who was big into marketing, he says, 
you need to have an image. And he used the gecko as an example, right? Yeah. Oh, he yeah, says, the Geico gecko, yeah. Yeah. He says, he, he says if you create an image, then that will help attract and help with the, the, the recognition of your beer. Mm -hmm. So Anna and I struggled a little bit, and I came across this happy Buddha. And I was looking at him, and I was like, that's a beer drinker. <laughs> right? I mean, look at him. Yeah. So yeah. he's happy. Yeah. He's a happy Buddha. Yeah. And you cannot deny that he had a beer or two oh, every yeah. afternoon. For, yeah. Yeah, here. And help with the meditation. Yes, yeah. help with the meditation, right? So, so just like you have a little beer before you, uh, you, you uh, do your, your horse racing and your barrel racing, this guy has a lot of beer before it. So I just like, like, okay, it's a symbol. Yeah. So that that's how it came about. There's no, you know, big, huge Buddhist temple out here. Yeah. yeah. It's just a simple image and uh, and it portrays, I mean, he's he looks happy. Yeah. yeah. He's a happy guy. He kind of yeah. kind of reminds me of Jackie Chan's uh, Drunken Master. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I watched that movie not too long ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, whenever you're drinking beer, are you sad? No. Unless your girlfriend breaks up with you. Yeah, you are sad, but. Only for a little bit. Yeah, you're only sad for a little bit. And then once you're like two, three beers in, you're feeling happy again. Yeah. That's right. It's the cure of the breakup. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some guys play a racer with whiskey, and some people just drink beer. Yeah. yeah. And a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. So, how much does adding. Adding in fruits and all that, I, I guess it kind of works the same way as changing the flavor is as what certain barrels a whiskey distiller puts in, puts their product in. I guess it kind of the same the same way the barrels affect the flavor of the whiskey. The same way adding fruit adds it, adding in fruit affects the flavor of the beer. Yeah, I mean, like I was mentioning about being a cook or a, a chef, you get you get a chance to have all of these ingredients come together. Uh, the yeast, different yeast provide different characters of the to the beer. Yeah. Uh, the temperature at which the yeast ferments changes the character of the beer. The hops, my gosh, they're coming out with these new hops all the time that add different characters. Right? Like the the Pivo Pills has a, a hops that provides a little bit of piney note. We, I brewed a beer uh, a couple months ago that had citra in it, which has this uh, very citrusy fruit. Mm -hmm. Just and then the the malt, mm -hmm. you know, all of that provides different. There's different malts. The dark lager has that we brew has uh, six different malts: that a chocolatey wow. and a, a, a roasted malt, as well as the pilsner malt. And so, as a as a, 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 a creative person mm -hmm. now you have all of these things and then oh my gosh blueberries just came into season <laughs> and then 20 uh, pounds of blueberries <laughs> yeah and then uh, uh the valley grapefruit yeah came oh, into yeah. season and so it's like oh my gosh they add another dimension to the to the whole cuisine of the creativity of the of the beer and so it's been it and as a young brewer who's not been this in my whole life or whatever, I'm still learning and I'm still in, in, intrigued about the different flavors. 
I do know what a blueberry tastes like. Yeah. I do know what a pear tastes like. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of falls a little bit to that comfort zone mm -hmm. by by adding the fruits compared to the different yeast, you know. Mm. So it's kind of been my um, a, a little bit of my comfort zone when I started creating and walking out of the traditional Czech beers yeah. and trying to meld that that old traditional Czech styles mm -hmm. with a little bit of well, what is there in Texas? Well, there's peaches, mm -hmm. there's blueberries, you know, yeah. and there's pears in these Texas. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's kind of our fruits that we've been adding to it. That's pretty yeah. cool. Because I've I've more of been a whiskey guy than I have been a beer person because because with whiskey I've always been able to pick up the flavors and the smells and the nuances of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like today I just tried y'all's and I'm able to pick up all the flavors and the aromas and everything and I mm -hmm. like it because like Shiner and I'm kind of big on Blue Moon I like it because I can like with them I can taste the orange in it mm -hmm. but like Shiner I just mostly taste that heavy beer that it is yeah, yeah. It just makes you feel full yeah I mean <laughs> I we're both like, we're both very much a, a, a t note taster yeah we're, we're we both like we big like to on, like trying to figure out the flavors of it yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of like a little yeah, game. Yeah, like decipher it, piece it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it, it's just kind of one of the things we like to do. And like with y'all's beer, already in the few I've tried, I've been able to pick out every single flavor and like all the smells to it. And I'm like, it's presented a whole new level of fun for me in this. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like it because it's not like when you smell it, it's not like oh, it's beer. Like it doesn't yeah. smell like beer. It doesn't smell like beer. Like, <laughs> like to me, you know. The alcohol. And yeah. I'm smelling the fruits and all. Your, like the fruits. The blueberries, and, yeah. the grapefruit, the whatever yeah. is in like, it. I'm smelling everything that you use to make it and not the actual alcohol that's in it. Yeah. Well, we most of our beers are not real high alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, the brutally wicked is, <laughs> but it's it's also masked with huge amount of hops mm -hmm. you know and then there's the lactate that uh, kind of gives that tanginess mm -hmm. so there's th those kind of things kind of mask the the 10 percent alcohol in there <laughs> yeah. so it 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 will wickedly sneak up on you yeah some of the burly guys that were out here that drank um, brutally wicked oh yes and dennis kept warning them hey, you know those are and I pounding them. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that their wives had to come out here and pick them up. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, some of them that I've drank, they've immediately made me sleepy and like I just go sit down and I'd be out for the count for the rest of the night. I'd be asleep. You've done that on a couple of I've late night on, conversations. I've done that on a couple of occasions, <laughs> yes, but this like I still feel fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still awake, still. Yeah, still fine. Like, yeah, it's not that strong. I'm not sleepy at all, with, like how I am with some other beers. I yeah. like that. Well, it's it's a pretty nice setting out here. Yeah, you yeah know, it is. That we've, we're under a nice big oak tree, and and uh, it's yeah. nice and spread out. I like yeah, how y'all have done this. Breeze going around. Yep, we yeah, got a nice like, breeze. Y'all spread is amazing. Yeah, it just rolls everywhere, and it looks it's beautiful. Yep, it's and, beautiful out here. And the cows are. Just far enough away to we don't see smell them, them without yeah. smelling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind smelling an ag farm, but not while I'm drinking beer. No, yeah. they don't mix very well. Yeah. Although they do come up when uh, you brew. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. They the or the day after I brewed. They oh well. smell that malt. They get the spent malt. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they love that. Oh my gosh. They line up and they're just pushing on that fence trying to get out to get the <laughs> screaming. Oh my gosh. I can hear him in the, inside the house. I'm like, oh, he's brewing. The cows are just yelling. <laughs> oh my gosh. Give me some malt. <laughs> I like the like the barrels and I like y'all's like setup, just kind of the rustic. Yeah. I like how it goes from the Italian, Spanish, I guess, brewery to the rustic. Like it's got a nice flow to it. Yeah, it does. I mean, well, we are in the country. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely in the country. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> with the rustic look, does that not fit Texas? Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of I like how y'all did it. Like it's just enough. It's not like too much on the rustic side. Yeah. Cause you can go. The farmer chic now is yeah, just killing me. It's like I like the no old farmhouse school. is that clean. <laughs> no farmhouse has white tables and white walls. Yeah, who would have ever thought 20 years ago they would actually come up with a name called Barn Dominium? Oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> Some of them are just like uh, warehouse sheds, really. I mean, when you look at them, it might... I, mean, you know, I don't mind that for a shop, but a living place? Nah. Yeah. I mean, we saw one the other day down in uh, the Baytown area that was an actual barn dominium. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't that big, but it had the barn gables and uh-huh. it had the shape. It's like, that's a barn dominium, not yeah. these metal sheds. Yeah. You know, 100 foot long sheds with plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, concrete floor. Yeah. Plumbing and electrical, I mean, we have that in our workshop. So how much does aging affect the flavor? Um, it's subtle, mm-hmm. but it's there. Um, it, there's a lot of discussion in the brewery literature about how long to age. Traditional lagers um, are for months. I mean, even my brewmaster, you know, discussed um, lagering for at least 30 days. At least 30 days. At least 30 hmm. days. Okay. Uh, I think it depends a little bit on the yeast that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if you, I can tell if you don't lager at all, it's obvious. If you mm-hmm. lager between, say, 21 and 30, I have a, you know, it's a little subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I think it's important, you know, to get that, to, to allow the yeast clean up any of the residual uh, esters mm-hmm. that are in that beer and uh, um, and and to get the clarity and the, the, the cleanness yeah. the, the crispness yeah. there and uh, but that's an expense yeah. to, to let something to, let, it to let a commodity sit there for 30 days and right yeah at the least 30 days yeah yeah um, is it, it's it hurts the pocketbook a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would understand that. But I mean, it's in a sense, it's like ranching. Yeah. Because I mean, you got to wait for the cows to grow, you know, to a certain yeah, point you before you can mature. mature yep. Before you can send them to market. Same thing in the horse world. Yeah. You know, you got to wait so many before you can start breaking them. And for those of you listening, breaking does not literally mean breaking your horse. <laughs> I've had this discussion with a lot of people that are not familiar with the horse world. They're like, "Oh, you're abusing your horse if you're breaking it." Exactly. No, it's just an old world term term for getting, getting it to getting where you can get to, on it. Getting used to you and you being on its back. And you being on its back without having to go to the hospital as often. Yeah. Because 
we actually got, we decided on a wild hare to make mead. Oh, oh yeah, we have a mead project going right now. Yeah, we have that going. I started that, we started that, what, three weeks ago? By the time this episode comes out, it should be we're four weeks into the process. Probably about, it. yeah, four weeks or so. so Good. Yeah. Where did you get your honey? We got my, we got the honey uh, sourced locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went to H-E-B and we got their... Um, we got one of the local honeys that they supply. Yeah, the local yeah. Or- organic. We went the whole organic route yeah. to try and get, <laughs> to try and get our uh, most locally sourced honey that we could find. Yeah, because I personally don't know anybody in my area. And we were in his area, so okay. didn't get a chance to grab any Honol honey. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was literally after we got there that we were like, hey, let's make some mead. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things, and I, and I found a recipe. It was like, you know, you boil your honey and your water together, mm-hmm. and I had to cut the recipe a little bit for how much I had, and then what I found said add oranges to taste. So we added in what about six, six or so oranges, oranges. About yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, I like a more, I like a more citrus flavor, and mm. like we both like citrus. Yeah, so I like I mean, more citrus flavor in my beers. I, I grew up with a Florida Islander, so, yeah, so citrus, citrus is kind is a, of a, yeah. a mean, must-have. In my coffees, I hate citrus flavors. It just throws off this weird flavor in it. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. that's. But it's like, yeah, beers, I like a citrus flavor. I like a sweetness or kind of a fruity flavor to uh-huh. it. And it's like whiskeys and coffees. I like that strong, smoky chocolate flavor, some mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm kind of, I kind of differ on the two. <laughs> <laughs> There's one coffee you like the citrus in. What was it? Coffee saves Black Rifle. Oh yeah. I know we were we were, were gonna we were gonna work on our name, you know, <laughs> calling out names, but yeah. but yeah, Coffee Saves with Black from Black Rifle Coffee Company yeah. has my, my has orange in it. My top two or on citrus that in it. Black Bears Delight and Murdoch because those are like super yeah. dark coffees and I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole brewing and aging thing, that, that kind of hooked me. I was like, that sounds cool, and I want to look more into it. Because it's one of those things, just with everything still going on, and, you know, not as much, even though Texas has opened back up mm-hmm. in the past year, uh, there's still not much open. No. So. And honestly, I've been, you know, throughout all of 2020 and the shit show yeah, that that was. Much it was. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, uh, I found learning stuff branching out and getting into old hobbies like we've talked on the podcast and just learning new stuff yeah. mm-hmm. in between college classes has been very, very interesting. Oh, yeah, because we, I mean, we love to learn and it's like just be a jack of all trades and a master of none. That's our thing. Well, yeah. yeah. Making making mead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think next we're going to try moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about that one. That, that's a surprise. First wow. time I've heard of it. Really? You, this is the first time you've heard me talk about us possibly making moonshine? Yeah, but there's an equipment I have investment in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Talk to your cousin. We were talking. We're talking crockpot we moonshine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talk my, to your cousin. My cousin made that <laughs> once. He made apple pie moonshine. Mm-hmm. I did not taste any alcohol in that. And I was like, oh, this will mess me up real fast. <laughs> yeah. Take this away from me now. <laughs> this will mess me up. Mm-hmm. Of course, that one I tried before I was of age. Well, I mean, you know. Who doesn't try something before they are of age? Yeah. Yeah. But there's some danger in the moonshine. Yes, oh, yeah, because it's pretty strong. But, yeah. Well, not so much not that, that, but the 
the ethanol. Yeah, yeah the, the way the you make it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't, if you don't get a certain temperature <laughs> to clear out the methanol and only get the ethanol, yeah. yeah. You know, there's some health hazards there. Oh yeah. Well, it's like a. It's, it's like the show Moonshiners. You ever mm-hmm. see them? They that first batch, that first little bit of run, they toss it. Yep. Yeah. And it's like a honestly, it's kind of like vodka in a sense. Yeah. Because if you don't. I mean, shoot, they use vodka for antifreeze mm-hmm. out there in Russia, and then they drink it. Well, that's the Russians, though. <laughs> well, I know it's the <laughs> Russians, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you got your alcohols in there, and that's what antifreeze is. A lot of is alcohols. Yeah. And so that one can be dangerous to make, too. And uh, I actually had a funny talking about making alcohol and making the drinks and the beer and everything. just remembered um, I was working for the election uh, administration this past year. And during the COVID, we had to get all the sanitizing stuff to clean after every person uses a voter booth and all this kind of stuff. So we had a spray. And the first batch of spray we got, uh, what did she call it? Because we have one lady that works there that used to work for the prison system. And what is it they make in the prisons? Hooch. Hooch. (laughs) Yes. Well, she walks in there. She walks into our office. We had sprayed some of it. Me, myself, and the head administrator, we were gagging and trying to ventilate it. <laughs> because, one, the office has no ventilation. Because <laughs> we're I kind of in a... It has, no it has no ventilation whatsoever. So we're trying to, like, fan it out and spray Lysol everywhere, cover it up. Mm-hmm. And this other coworker of mine, she walks in. She just goes... Who's making hooch in the office? <laughs> I was smelled this as I worked in the prison. <laughs> and that was bad. <laughs> I was like, we were like, it's the sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, they, they, in one of my old jobs, they sent us some, I, I literally called it Listerine, because that's what it looked like, and it had the same consistency. It was, and, and it, it was, smelled equally as bad. Yeah, and the other stuff we had um, for the county, they had used it up in the county judge's office. It smelled kind of like tequila. It's like, we can do this smell. And it was the same batch, you know? So my boss was like, can't be that bad. kind of smells a little bit like, you know, agave tequila. Mm-hmm. I can handle that. Uh, we sprayed ours. Oh, nope. No, 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 no. That was some hooch right there. Uh, although saying something smells like tequila, I don't think that's something you should say while you're on the clock. True. <laughs> but nobody in the office cared at that point. That is true. This is Houston County. Nobody cares. Mm. It is Houston County. It's also the election office. That is true. Still nobody cares. Yeah. Small town, Texas, everybody. Yep. So, let's see. Savannah, didn't you, weren't you going to ask any questions? I've asked some. You have? Well, I mean, any more than what we've asked so far. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, when did Joe go to the Czech Republic? Uh, I've been three times. Anna's been, Anna came with me once. Um, hmm. Um, uh, early 2000s. Early 2000s? Were yeah. okay. all there for an extended period of time or just like quick visits? No, usually a couple weeks at a time. Okay. Okay. So like basic vacation time. Yeah. Yep. And we both had jobs. Yeah. You know, yeah. so kind of take off. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great place to go between Praha, you know, and then being out in the country. And uh, uh, a nice thing was that my... I lived in Galveston for a long time, and my neighbor was Czech, and um, so uh, he, of course, had a uh, renovated his house to have a bar downstairs, 
Oh, cool. And uh, so, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he was a chef. Oh, cool. So I would go over there. Uh oh. Uh oh. Geese is here. We got we got some company. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's gonna talk to us. <laughs> She's pretty. Oh yeah. I've never yep. seen a goose of that color. So, uh, African gray is that? Oh, okay. She's an African gray. She's pretty. Yep. She comes up here kind of in the afternoons, and about this time I'll walk her back and feed her, and then she kind of watches after the ducks. So. Okay. Geese are typically pretty protected. Yes, yes, they are. Yep. Uh, she's she was raised hand raised, and you know, so she's been, uh, you know, pretty easy. That's but good. yeah, there's been, you know, some of the geese can be very territorial yeah. and uh, a little bit vicious. But yeah. she's not. <laughs> I've heard stories of, especially somebody who didn't speak English as well as the rest of us, and he called it a cobra chicken. Well, that was, that, yeah, that was the, I've heard that story, and I, I laugh every that time. Was that, he was calling a Canadian geese yeah, cobra, I, chicken. Yeah, cobra chicken. <laughs> I do not like cobra chicken. I, <laughs> I have a cousin who would agree with that statement. I, I said, that's a new description of it I've never heard before, but yeah. I like it. It well, he fits. probably got chased. <laughs> probably. But. So what brought y'all to Love Lady, just yeah. out of curiosity, because it's so uh, kind of middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was kind of family land. Okay. Hmm. And um, I got it in early 90s. Okay. From And um, it was just raw. Mm. And so I would just, uh, I'd come up here and uh, clear a little bit and... Um, Started adding equipment. Finally got a dozer that could really clear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Once you get the big stuff, it's Once you, it Yeah. Off. Well, this wasn't a big dozer. It was a 550G. Nah. Even the little dozer, it's, yeah, it's mean, a big help. <laughs> even if it's the small big equipment, it still moves earth fast. Yep. Yeah. Faster than a shovel. That's yep. true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And then uh, mostly I would clear in the Mac at first and then plant pine trees. Mm-hmm. And then uh, progressed onto a pasture, and then from the pasture I, uh, I cleared out. That actually, this was the first. It was a, a warehouse. Oh, okay. But that is an old warehouse, and then um, and then the house. So after, you know, when you have something for thirty years, you can kind of yeah take your time to build a little bit here, fix yeah. a little bit there. Yeah. Take your time on it, make it just the way you want. Yeah. Yep. And then the brewery. That's cool. So this was kind of a passion project, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, part of it was like trying to think ahead. You know, when you when you go to interview for some job or whatever, they when you're a kid, they say, well, where do you want to be in five years? Uh, working for SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Not in college. Yeah. Took, yeah. Me fi- took me five years to get through college. Congratulations, Savannah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> But uh, that's cool. That's really cool. It's beautiful out here. Yeah, it, it really is very is. nice. It's awesome. Very nice. Oh, yeah. I love y'all's like a little container concession yeah. stand type thing. Yep, that's kind of the latest building project was that, and uh, kind of the beer box. And uh, I, like I like it. The name of that. I like the name. That's cool. <laughs> that <sounds laughs> the beer box. That's that, good. Yep. That's perfect. So what's new for y'all? Well, uh, we are building a beer garden mm-hmm. in Love Lady. So, uh, uh, on Highway 19, we bought uh, the Wells Auto 
repurpose area. Mm-hmm. And um, we bought that and um, kind of uh, cleared a little section on the one side and mm-hmm. we've, um, we've been putting up a building. Okay. Cool. And so that's gonna be the beer garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, we were thinking about cooking steaks. So we'll have a uh, maybe a Czech Bavarian food one night. You know, maybe just sausage and sauerkraut and yeah. mm-hmm. big the dark breads. You know that you. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, pair with the beer, and then uh, uh, then maybe Saturday night we were thinking of having uh, steak night. Cool. You know, be just steak and baked potatoes. You don't have a big menu choice. You know, if you yeah. want steak, you come here. If you want uh, Chinese food, well, it ain't. You got to go to Trinity. Not, it's not yeah. the steak place. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have steak. Actually, not even Trinity. Shoot, Trinity's Thai food. Yeah. Because there's that little Thai cottage. Yeah. yeah. There. Yeah, right there so, as you're coming out of town. Yeah. I think once y'all get that up and going, we might come by again and kind of do an update. Yeah. 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 If, if y'all, y'all, if you're up to. It. Yeah. If yeah, y'all would love to, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we've been putting that together and trying to, uh, you know, hire people and try to get our kind of our theme and how to right. put, put the put put it all into place. It's been been quite a challenge. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's not our it's not our expertise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, we're not restaurant people. Yeah, right, it's just that branching out part that you're yeah. having, having mm-hmm. the fun with. Yep. and also it's kind of weird because Houston County, even though it's been wet for a while, it's still relatively new to that world yes i mean i mean we still have all the beer joints and you know beer barns basically Basically. drive through where you can get your margaritas or whatever right on the other side of the tannenbo creek yeah (laughs) you know in trinity county that's been wet for who knows how long (laughs) since it's you know origin (laughs) go back to houston county yeah and then sneak it back into the county (laughs) that's right So. so i'm sure that's been kind of hard you know, because I know a lot of people are still very old school around here. Yeah, but I, on some things. And and I think that was very much true when we first came here. Mm-hmm. But as more and more people come and they they sit out here under the tree, they taste the beer, they see their kids play on the bouncy house, you know, or you know ball, you know, or pitch the thing. They they realize this is this is not the devil's work yeah Yeah. it's just fun family time yeah Yeah. and and part of my love of the Czech style was when I was there the if if you get out of Praha Mm -hmm. you you get to these smaller places and the the town was town hall a church and a brewery yeah and they had a a little stores here and there right but everybody met at the brewery in the afternoons and they would have their beer and they would have their talks Mm -hmm. if you had to go to the courthouse for whatever reason you came to the brewery if you had to go to church for a wedding a funeral or just go to church Mm -hmm. you still went to the brewery yeah yeah and so it was it was a family community atmosphere Mm -hmm. centered around the community center, which yeah. happened to be a brewery. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like the uh, the pub, the Irish pubs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and like, like an yeah. Irish the, the, funeral. The only person who's yeah. not drinking is the one who died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you have the funeral in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but not, yeah. it's not anti-family. No. It's, no. it's really a, a community area for family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what the Czech Republic has as 
as a cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was there, I was like, gosh, this is the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Even though it's a like kind of a major place in the country, it's more like a small town. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I think that's um, something the world needs to get back to, is like, be, be more like small towns and not like big cities. Yes. Yes. Because that's... Treat people like people. If the world had a front porch, we'd have less problems. Right. And and pull up a rocking chair. Sit down and let's talk about the day. Yep. And beer is just a nice medium for sharing all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so Anna and I want to not only have the beer garden, right? Mm -hmm. So people can come in the afternoons and and drink a beer and share what they had for the for the day and talk yeah and then uh sausages on one day and steaks on the other but also Anna wants to have a farmer's market and uh on on Saturdays so uh watermelons uh who has their vegetables come and bring them to the Mm -hmm. the 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 couple that has the flowers there uh, just outside of Lovely. They can have a booth oh, there. Oh, yeah. The the lady that makes the soaps and stuff like that, mm-hmm. she can have a booth there. So yeah, just bring the community back together. That's yeah. right. And so have a, kind of a more local... Because yeah. there's, there's not that place mm-hmm. in Lovely, right? No. The Valero is... Sketchy as all get out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the place to sit and have a beer. No. It's you know? not no. the place to sit and have a beer and have fun with your friends. Right. <laughs> no. You get, to, get to make more friends. And that's actually yeah. what our whole podcast is about. It's like, yeah, you that's, to make friends. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's kind of how we started the podcast. Yeah, is, it's like we want people to get out there, tell stories, and have a good time, make more friends. Yeah, yeah. and Spend, talk to people. Yeah, have some fun. Yeah. Like, you know? And that's kind of how we got the name for it, too. It's like, what do you do around a fire? You sit, you talk stories, you have a beer, or... Whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, if you're... Talk, joke. Yeah. You have Enjoy fun. company. Yeah. You, know, you yep. eat good food, tell fun stories, and have good drinks. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's what Anna and 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 I, the vision is. Yeah. Yeah. So. And now there's the, you know, now there's the, you'll be, you know, y'all's beer garden and farmer's market. And we also have the hometown market mm-hmm. that just started as well. Yeah. So that's helping too, and it's kind of, I didn't, in a weird way, I grew up here, because I would come twice a year, and spend about two, three weeks. One of the benefits of my dad being so high up in the military is he could take an extended vacation break. He he basically made his schedule. Pretty much, yeah, he pretty much made his schedule. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I did a lot of growing up here, and it was always kind of sad to me, especially in high school, looking at it, it's like, this is such a dead town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when I was in high like, school. It's kind of like where I'm at. It's just yeah, I mean. Like, can you miss a town? Yeah. And. It's, people don't realize. It's like, there's actually some good <clears throat> people out here. And they're willing to help out or have fun and make friends with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's no community place that they can yeah. congregate to meet. Yeah. yeah. And we're hoping the beer garden will be that for Lovely. Yeah. That would be awesome. I mean, like, like I said earlier, who's sad when they're drinking a beer? Yep. Because, I mean. We've all been drinking beer and having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole premise of this. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, you know, even if you can't drink a beer for whatever reason, you can still come and hang out. Whether you're not of age or... You know, medical condition or, you know, yada, yada, not, yada. Just have fun with friends. Yeah. And make new friends. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Well, good. That, that, that's something I'm glad to hear is, like, y'all are making something better for yeah. the community 
in just the medium you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like I said, growing semi growing up here, it's nice to see life yeah. in Love Lady again outside of Love Fest. Yeah, yeah. outside of Love you Fest. Know. It's just like I went to school in Anahuac, Texas, and it's like all we really had down there was Gator Fest. Mm-hmm. And that was more of a big riot than <laughs> well, at night it was more of a riot than yeah. it was a festival for, you know, eating gators and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. We need to go back down there when it opens up again. Yeah, we do. That was fun. Fried alligator on a stick, baby. Ooh. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I always get the weirdest look because my, you know, growing up the way I did, I love tasting weird food. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Well, also your choice of friends. Yes, also my choice in friends because I do have a lot of international friends. In fact... But you have a friend who has a winery, but he's in Georgia. The yeah. The country, not the state. <laughs> yeah. I call him Chekhov sometimes. If you're listening, David, you're still Chekhov. Uh-huh. <laughs> we know you're not Russian. But you're still Chekhov. Because <laughs> he gets on these tangents where it's like, that is not Russian. That is Georgian. <laughs> and it'll just go, you know, Georgia's great, you know, kind of like Chekhov from Star Trek. goes yeah. on those, you know, oh, Scottish is actually a Russian drink by a Russian grandmother, you know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> David will go on those tangents. I'll be yes. like, okay, Chekhov, calm riot. down. But um, actually, would be I'd, fun to get on the podcast. Yeah, he would. Uh, I had quail the other day, and everyone, everyone in my family now is like, "You eat such weird food." Quail? Quail? I'm like, it's quail. <laughs> What's weird about quail? It's just a game bird. It's just yeah, it's, it's just, just a game just bird. No more different than eating duck or chi- yeah, or prairie chicken or yeah, you know something like that. Getting alligator. Harvesting a deer and elk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, alligator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, they taste the same. Alligator and quail, they taste about the same. I mean, there's no but, difference in harvesting an animal and yeah, but it was just kind of so, funny on one side of my family. It's like, why can't you just eat like you know chicken and dumplings and be happy? <laughs> it's like, no, I want the experience. I want to, you know. It's yeah. like in beer, food is a mm-hmm. is a adventure that of brings some. to b- people together, and yeah. it's an adventure sometimes because yeah. you never know what's gonna actually taste good. Oh yeah, it's like you know, the other day I made bourbon nachos. I just poured two ounces of bourbon, threw in some, uh, I took threw in. Two sweet peppers chopped, one bell pepper, and half an onion, all diced up and all together. I threw that in with some ground beef, salt and pepper, taco seasoning. It looked good. It was delicious. Ah, I, that sound good. It was You were mean. Great. He sent me pictures of it. Well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sorry you weren't listening. I'll fix that this weekend. Sweet. Yeah. Get some bourbon nachos we, we got going. The bourbon. I'll make bourbon nachos. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, we might do bourbon tacos. Ooh, that would One be even two, better. Long, I mean, it's ground meat. You throw it, you, you throw it on top of tortilla chips, or you throw it in a taco shell. One of the two. Either one, I don't care. <laughs> Either way, it's good. Yeah, but, it does sound good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's all about which one you pick too. Mm-hmm. Like, like different bourbon, like different drinks. Like I did beer tacos once. I took some Crawford Bog beer, poured a little bit in it, cooked it down to where the alcohol was out, but the flavor was still there. Mm-hmm. Turned out great. Hmm. This time I just added in onions, peppers, and all that. Called it good. Yeah. It turned out great. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Well, it's getting pretty dark out. Yep. It's starting to. I think we will sign off for now. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for. Good. Yeah, because I'm in need of another beer. I'm. D- I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all dry over here. Yeah, well, but thanks for having us. Yeah. And oh, we're I'm glad, glad y'all came. Yeah, we're glad you let us come out and 
actually yeah. just talk for a while. Yeah, yeah this it's has been fun. It's been awesome. Yeah, good. It's been I'm really glad awesome. y'all came. This was been. This has been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever the beer garden's up, we'll actually come by again and kind of do a follow up. Yeah. Please yeah. do. Oh yeah. Hopefully we'll be a little more together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely have my other laptop charged up and we'll be ready to go yeah. on that. Uh, so for you guys listening, if there's a little bit of a staticky sound, sorry, that's Savannah's computer. I and hate the, on my computer. And the wind. Yeah, and the wind. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing the best with the, with the windscreen, so hopefully it's filtered out enough. Good. Yeah. But Dennis has been fun. Anna's currently finishing up on the pickup. Yep. But... I guess we will see you guys next time on the fireside. Catch y'all later. Yeah. Awesome. As, as usual, get some. Good. Thank you. <laughs>